0: Another episode of the Sports Ethos Charlotte Hornets podcast. I'm your host, Corbin Forge. Follow me on Twitter at Corbin MBA. This is a Sports Ethos presentation. So check out Sports Ethos on Twitter at Sports Ethos online, sportsethos.com. Need me to spell it, I got you. S-P-O-R-T-S-E-T-H-O-S. Listen, y'all. Coming in post-game, Charlotte Hornets gave an valiant effort, an excellent fight came back after multiple heat waves, mounted multiple rallies of their own, but in the end, they just fell short as they lost to the Miami Heat, 116-114. to 114. It was a pure heartbreaker of the highest degree here. Um, the Hornets now are 7-14 and 14 on the season, and you know what? That's kind of depressing, but what wasn't was the game. The Hornets started off really well. Um, I like the fact I was looking in my notes when we first did the pregame show on this, was how the Hornets would look with Taye Rozier, who's been playing really well as the starting, small, uh, starting point guard, tallying um, up good points, but also getting really good assist numbers in addition to that. And so starting five for the Hornets was Taye Rozier, Brandon Miller, Gordon Hayward, Miles Bridges, and Nick Richards, who got the start in place of Mark Williams, who y'all knew was out because of a back injury. So I definitely was interested to see how that was going to go. Um... And it went really well. I think initially the Hornets were really intent on trying to force the ball inside. That led to a number of turnovers. Miami capitalized on a few of those. Um, PJ Washington got going um, later on in the in the first, and then Ish Smith came in and he started for uh, ter- he didn't start for ter- Rizzo. He took over four Terry Rizzo for a bit and then played alongside him. Um, I like the defense from. Uh, Miles Bridges on Jimmy Butler early, especially forcing a tough air ball in the early in the first. And, you know, JT Korthor came in and got some minutes. He had to because Miles Bridges ended up getting two um, early fouls. And so that was kind of my initial thoughts from the first quarter. The second quarter, Miami opened up a little bit more of a lead. They found some more consistency. Um, you had guys knock down some more shots. And so um, at the half, uh, Hornets were down by just a bit. But they came back and mounted... Uh, a good rally in the third for a moment before the heat regained control and then came back and mounted a really good rally in the fourth. Um, and that's what made the nip and tuck game that it was. And I got to say, what I definitely liked was the minutes by Terry Rozier, who, again, another solid game, 34 points, 13 assists, uh, had uh, the three pointer to tie the game and send to overtime come just short. I uh, know it was a half court heave, He was 10 of 17 from the field, 8 of 13 from three. Um, he alone accounted for 8 of the 17 threes the Hornets took. And they took 41 of them. They made 41% of those, but they took 41. Um, and so I definitely like that. And the format we're doing this, by the way, is things I liked, then things I didn't like, and then we'll look to the next game, right? So Terry Rozier, his game was great. Another guy who I thought played well, um, you could say the forward tandem in general. Um, and that's both Miles Bridges, Gordon Hayward, and and pj washington uh miles bridges played solid he had 18 points four rebounds uh 7 of 14 from the field two of six from three definitely um wish he was more aggressive on the glass he got two quick fouls early and only picked up one more for the one more for the rest of the game but um it did seem to impact his rebounding a little bit um gordon hayward had 17 points six rebounds seven assists uh seven to 12 from the field two big and ones for when they came uh at the juncture of the game for the hornets one of three from three he was two of four from the free throw line but i thought he had a solid all-around game as well and then pj washington off the bench five eleven from the field for 15 points and eight rebounds three assists two of six from three knocked down a big three late in the fourth that really had kept the hornets kind of lingering around so that was cool to see um Ultimately, those are those are the players I liked. A player that I thought had a solid game overall, Brandon Miller. Love the way that he continues to have very little conscience when he plays the game of basketball. He was only 6-14 from the field, but he was 3-8 from three. And he missed some shots in some pivotal moments, but then came right back, got a similar situation, took the exact same shot, and, and was a lot more effective the second time around. Ended up with 16 points, 4 rebounds, and 2 assists, did battle foul trouble. You know, he was switching between Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry. It was it was rough, um, but he didn't fall out in thirty minutes of action, so I thought he was solid there. Um, and I would say overall, the shooting numbers for the Hornets was solid. I think 40-84 from the field, forty seven percent, forty one percent from three. That's pretty solid. They left a few on the on the, on the table at the free throw line. They were seventeen and twenty two, but they did a pretty solid job there. Uh, I definitely liked the the, the thirty one assists. I think that was good. Obviously, you had the eight. Um, you had a 13 by Terry Rozier, but you also had 7 from Gordon Hayward, and then 3 apiece from P.J. Washington and Ish Smith. so I definitely liked what I saw there. Uh, what I didn't like, the bench play. L- let me read the minute distribution here for you. So Terry Rozier played just under 40 minutes, 39. And then Miles Bridges played 34. Gaten, Gordon Hayward, Gaten Horwood, <laughs> Gordon Hayward played 32. P.J. Tucker played 31. Brandon Miller played 30. Nick Richards played twenty six. We'll talk about him in a bit. Um, and after that, um, Ish, um, Pj. I said uh, Pj Washington played thirty one. Um, Nick Richards played twenty six. Bryce McGowan played twenty two, and then Ish Smith played fourteen, and Jt Thor played eight. Um, now the guys off the bench, would not include Nick Richards, who again we'll talk about in a second. Ish Smith was a minus three in his fourteen minutes. Bryce McGowan was actually pretty solid, a plus nine. um, Made some good defensive plays, I thought. Didn't do a whole lot on the scoring board at all. Uh, Just three points on one of four from the field, 0 two from three, one of two from the line. JT Thorne, eight minutes, um, was a minus five, missed both shots he took, both were threes. Like, the bench play was not there, and as a result, Coach Steve Clifford had to go, you know, on a much heavier minutes load for his um, starting five, uh, plus P.J. Washington. And I think some of that they may be tired down the stretch. Terry Rozier, that was a tremendous load to carry on the offensive end to get them into their offense. And you saw Steve Clifford kind of adjust by later on, you know, having Gordon Hayward run the offense for stretches, and then even having Brandon Miller um, at least take the ball down the floor and initiate um, some early offense to kind of limit the workload on Terry, especially since like Ish Smith, it wasn't a super great game for him. Um, just five points, three assists, two or four from the field. He made his one three, but just defensively wasn't really there. Um, just didn't really find a good solid fit in my mind. Two turnovers. Like he was okay. I didn't, he didn't look as bad on, as the stat sheet says, I'm not going to lie. Like looking at it, I didn't think he was that bad, but he definitely wasn't someone that I was like, oh wow, they really need to get Ish Smith out of here. That wasn't a thought that went through my mind at all. Um, JT Thorpe, I mean, he took up two shots. He didn't really do a whole lot. Got some cardio in there. And then Bryce McGowan's like. I really wish he would knock down an outside jumper, but I like the fact that, you know, Coach, Cliff, Coach Clifford deployed him as a wing to kind of use him defensively. I thought he did decently well. Um, just kind of a negative there on the offensive end, but he had a nice finish um, of a close that I really enjoyed um, and a nice little layup there. So that was good for him. But the bench play in general, that it just wasn't great. Leaky Black and James Booknight were available, Taylor Maladon also available, they didn't play for, I guess what you would say, obvious reasons, but the bench was something, that I wasn't a fan of, also, Nick Richards played, played 26 minutes, only ended up with six points, and six boards, and it wasn't like he was going against, a murderous Miami front line, um, Bam Adebayo did not play, you know, uh, and that that was a big, uh, uh, knock to the heat, they did a lot of their minutes, with Orlando Robinson, Caleb Martin, you know, um, jaime haquez and kevin love like you can tell me like those guys are all solid players absolutely but like nick richards come on now like cable martin got more rebounds than nick richards duncan robinson got more rebounds than nick richards you know he was tied with like kevin love and we're talking about 35 year old kevin love like and kevin love's a great rebounder especially in this prime but nick just needs to be more active out there and that's those are my thoughts i'm just two or six from the field it's not really his game he did have a tough finish um um, and an and one as well or one that should have been and one Um, but no i just didn't uh, like the way he played minus 14 in his minutes on the floor i thought he could have been much more impactful against a depleted miami front line um because with the loss of bam bam bio like that that's a huge hit and i don't think he took advantage of that and i guess you could say to a bigger extent the bigs didn't really step up for the hornets I mean, yeah, you have Miles Bridges playing bigger and PJ Washington playing bigger. And it was some small ball five going on for sure. And I definitely liked what PJ Washington brought on the boards, um, as well as uh, Gordon Hayward aside from Richards. But there wasn't a lot of rebounding there for the Bakes. Like JT Thor didn't get any rebounds in his time on the floor. None. You know, a lot of the rebounds that you did get came from PJ. You had a few from Miles, but a less than seller game for him. You had the six from Richards, you had the six from Hayward, and that was about it. Not a whole lot else there. So just 43 rebounds to the Miami Heat's 53, not good. And Miami, you know, they won the battle in the paint, and they won the battle on the glass. Um, And a lot of that, yeah, like Mark Williams being out the lineup is is huge. And Charlotte being forced to play small ball with P.J. Washington at the 5 does lend itself to those things happening. But, like, Nick Richards has more size. And had he asserted himself a little bit more, I'm sure he would have got more run. And that just did not happen. And so that's something that you have to say, um, that you have to call out. But, yeah. The Heat, they got solid contributions all throughout the lineup compared to Charlotte's. And because of that, and their domination inside, they controlled the game through most of the first three quarters. Like I said, leading by as many as 14. Miles Bridges hit a three at the buzzer at the end of the third, and that sparked that strong start to the fourth, which allowed you know Charlotte to get back in the game. Tay Rozier, like I said, he was a big reason why Charlotte was even there in the first place and had the hot hand in the second half. He had um, 13 or 14 points in the fourth quarter alone. Um, knocked down a pair of shots to make it a one-point game. Like, he... Did it all. He easily had the best of the night. Um, and this was probably his best performance of the season outside of um his 37 point um I guess you could say explosion against Brooklyn a couple weeks ago. He just kept hitting big shot after big shot and had a really work for his shooting. Um, it wasn't like he was getting it. Everyone in their mama knew that Terry Rozier, you know, was going to have to get off some shots. And you had Caleb Martin playing tremendous defense on him, and it didn't matter. Rozier was just sticking in his eye no matter who was guarding him he was really getting it in so you definitely love to see that um but yeah I just I thought that was really really interesting and also by the way a little random note here um at the end of the first half Terry Rozier moved past the legendary Muggsy Bogues for six on the Hornets all-time scoring list with 5,533 points so from one future legend to another legend I guess you could say maybe um either way what a performance for Terry Rozier. It's a shame that it came in a loss. Uh, looking at what's next for Charlotte, it's okay. They have rematch against Miami two days from now in Miami. So we'll see if you can get a better game from Nick Richards. Um, one thing I will definitely be looking at is how much can try to continue to ride Terry like this because he's had some heavier minute loads and has to have had some heavier scoring loads as well how long how much longer can that be sustained that is something I'm very curious about um aside from that you know can Gordon Hayward continue to find play he's been on a heel the last five games I've really enjoyed what I've seen from him there's a solid all-around game for him but Terry needs help and I think that will be good and then also Miles Bridges who's had a solid run of games since he's been back you need a little more bottom line um like the way that the Hornets shot the three ball can we get a little more of that? Now, obviously, we're not going to get 8 to 13 from Terry, but maybe we will. But who knows? But that would be cool to see. And then lastly, can we get something from the bench? Slash Nick Richards, because he is part of the bench. Like, can Nick step up a little bit more? We don't know if Bam will be available or not. If he is available, then it just got so much tougher, and it's going to be a lot harder for the Hornets to ride PJ at the 5. Just, just going to be a lot harder to do that. Bam's a problem. If Nick is playing well, you know, while Bam is there, that's one thing. If Nick is playing well and Bam isn't there, then that could... Swing it another way and give the Hornets a hard-fought victory, right? Um, Brandon Miller just staying solid. I think that's all we're looking for there. And like I said, between Ish Smith, Bryce McGowan, J T. Thor, I figure they will probably be the same three that'll probably get minutes in the next game. How will they respond? How will they perform? That is what I'm going to be looking forward to see. But yeah, that's really just it for a quick recap pod of this one this was a really good game i look forward to re-watching it kind of breaking down a little bit more rotations and some of the coaching things i was catching here that i wasn't able to catch too well in real time um that'll be interesting to watch back on but thank y'all again for rocking with me on another episode of the sports ethos charlotte hornets podcast i definitely appreciate you you will hear back from me soon after the rematch in miami so stay tuned for that make sure to follow me on twitter at corbin MBA. make sure to check out sports ethos on twitter at sports ethos online sportsethos.com. but until next time y'all i appreciate y'all i hope wherever you're listening to this whatever time it may be that you have a good rest of your day or evening and as always let's go hornets